Started from the bottom, now we hit. No, started started from, from the, the bottom, now we... Oh, sorry. Started from the top, then we go a little lower. Started from the bottom, then we go a little higher. Uh, and then go from the middle. Drake sucks. And then there you are. <laughs> <laughs> middle out. Compression. And then Nick is in the back. Young money. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. We're back. We're back. Guess what, everybody? We're back. And we're going to lay... We're lay back. the smack. Lay the smack. <laughs> God damn it! This is why I'll Nick, feed you lines. And this then, is uh, why Nick is my hype man because I don't know how to freestyle. I just don't know how to do it. I'm your ghost writer. You're the ghost hype hype ghost. That's your new rapper name. It works on hype two ghost. levels. It works on two levels because you're I'm my white. ghost writer. No, three levels because you're my hype man, my ghost writer, and you're white as fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast, where we tell you why your anime is shit every fucking week. I'm Sam the Bomb, the best Funtaku ever, and, or maybe that's Danny. And with me is Danny. Danny. Oh, hi. Sorry, you cut <laughs> off. Yeah, Sam, you, you literally cut off for a second. I thought I lagged out. Oh, did I? Okay. I was just all like, oh. Here, let me start over. Let me, let me start over from it's Danny. No, so. I actually kind of like no, that. Start that was over. really funny. GG. Okay, leave it. Just leave it in there. <laughs> just leave it in. Just leave uh, it in. Technical difficulties on the podcast. Everyone take a shot. <laughs> and I, obviously, every week, we have to have Anime Summit Best Boy Nick. Oh, that's me. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on purpose, you butthole. <laughs> yeah, he did. You no, I was like, did. I was looking at the Vinland Saga PV, okay? <laughs> oh, that's cool. out already? <laughs> yeah, Shit. it just came out. Okay, post that in World Psalm so I can put it on my new news. Um, that being said, welcome back, you guys. This week... We're talking about winter impressions, first impressions for 2019. Now, so last season we started doing this a new way where we do two first impression episodes and then have a review at the end of the season. But la- <laughs> even though it was our first time doing it, we fucked up because, like, Danny screwed up. And then because – well, not she didn't screw up, but her, her technology screwed up. And then mm-hmm. – when I when yeah. we were trying to finish that episode, I wasn't recording, so he had to like do it three times. That I was assured, like a whole big what of that was a, yeah. There was like three <laughs> weeks in a row where it was first impression. That is not going to happen this time, I promise. That being said, um, yeah, that's how we do it now. We don't have a mid impressions episode. I think if it calls Fuck that for it, shit. we didn't need it. If, yeah, we don't really. It <laughs> really, yeah. If it calls for it, like for crazy stuff, then maybe. But anyway. That's how we're doing it right now. And uh, that being said, we're going to get right into it. But first, I'm going to tell you to go to links.animesummit.net and go to all those places and follow us, follow us, follow us. And the last thing I'm going to tell you about self-plugging and sucking our own Ds and stuff is going on Amazon and buying a T-shirt. Because I announced last week that if you do that and you take a selfie and you post it, or if you don't feel comfortable posting a selfie in our Discord or Twitter, DM it to me or Danny or Nick. Or whoever, and I will send you a gift. I have a bunch of anime things. I have figures. I have first volumes of a bunch of manga. I have uh, wall scrolls. 
and I'll, I'll stick your name, you know, next to a thing and I'll pull out like a thing from a hat that says wall scroll or figure or whatever, and I'll send it to you. And then you just got to give me like a PO box address or your address or whatever. And I will send it to you legit. Buy a t-shirt, post a selfie, get some free anime stuff. That I'll being, also post it on Instagram too. Post on an Insta bitch. Um, so there you go. Okay. Now let's move on to winter the fun stuff. 2019. How's everyone's winter season going? I think mine's going pretty Cold. good. Uh, let's move on to Waifun Husbando right quick. <laughs> so you didn't wait for us to respond. So I'm just like, how's it going, everyone? Let's it was like on. rhetorical. <laughs> I wasn't asking you guys. I was asking them, the listeners. Okay. I wasn't asking you. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not like they'll be able to answer. Shut you, up, though. Danny. <laughs> they can in the car. They can in the car <laughs> yell when they're talking to the radio or pl- auxiliary phone. Shut up. Anyway, Smokey, get out of here. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, you know, producer Smokey doesn't do his job, and the one time I fuck up, he comes in here and yells at me. Anyway. Because that's his job. Waifu of the... Oh, my God. Waifu of the... <laughs> As you and Smokey... You, Nick, and Smokey are conspiring against me. Here's the thing. No, we're not. Waifu of the week is Chika Fujiwara from Kaguya-sama. Literally because... She Yo! Dude, she's so adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just, I wanna, she's all right. Do you, is there a computer program where you can... you Your computer background is like an animated or a GIF thing? I want to have that as my computer Probably. background. I think there is. I feel yeah. like that would heat up your... That would use up a lot of uh, memory or something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> probably, yes. Animated background all the time while you're doing stuff on your computer. Your RAM is just like 99% all the time. <laughs> just her dancing. Yeah. Fuck. Chika Fujiwara. At the end Dude, of the her sh- voice actress too is great. At the end of Konomi the third episode of, of uh, that show, the ending for the third episode of that show. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But anyway, and uh, Husbando is obviously Regan. Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan from Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> Two. Who is that again? He's the guy who runs the He's agency. He's the uh, president. He was the former president. Is he the blonde-haired guy? <laughs> Fucking Does Nick. Does he have blonde hair? Does he have blonde hair? I don't hair? remember what number president. Let's look it up now. Yeah, blonde-haired guy, yeah. He's like a 30-something. Nick, 30, not Ronald Reagan. 35th? We're not talking about Ronald Reagan, all right? <laughs> Nick is like it's looking it up know. legit, though. <laughs> all right, over under 35th president. 40, 40th? Oh, okay. Never mind. I was way off. God. All right, never mind. 40th president, GG. GG. Yeah, because, you know, double term bitches, you know. Anyway. Double term. No. Was he a double term? No, I'm know. saying. It doesn't matter. I'm Who saying cares? he's only the 40th because. <laughs> cause, cause, History you know, schmistery. Yeah, eight years is a long time. Anyway. So Nick has once again so eloquently made a list for us, and we're going to go down that list. Um, and it sucks. No, I'm kidding. Of the. Of the <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't make the list. I'm just I just yeah, copied did. it down. Shit. You just copied and pasted. How unoriginal. How unoriginal. <laughs> um Nick has made a list for us of of shows and we watched Danny uh, didn't check it twice apparently. The first Listen. couple of episodes. I made a list and she didn't check it twice. Shut up. Yeah, Mrs. Claus, <laughs> what the fuck you doing? <laughs> God. Stick that in your. We're Rudolph not. We're anus. not going there. All right. We're not going there. Uh. So Nick has made a list. <laughs> we're gonna yell at each other the whole episode. Danny's like, I have limited time, so I watched more than I needed to. 
<laughs> I watched next week's shows too. <laughs> yeah, she did. That's too. exactly what I did. So what Nick? So the way we're doing it, and the way yeah, we Nick did this did to it. make it easier on you. <laughs> <laughs> The, Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> the way we're doing it is just like last time, we divided the shows into two first impression episodes. So we're going to talk about the first eight or nine shows here. and then the Yeah, next, right about. Yeah, then the next eight shows. So if you don't hear one we mentioned uh, tonight or today as you're listening to this right now, then you're going to hear it on next week's. So that being said, going down this list. Yeah, all I did was uh, I went onto the My Anime List seasonal page, and then I just every other show, we just selected that. There we go. Put it on the Although the, picks, uh, pretty much the popularity the changed popularity, a little bit. Yeah, the yeah, I started from the top, and then views. I went down. Um, a couple of them changed places, but that's fine. Started from the bottom, now I hit. No, started, started from, from the, the bottom, now Oh, sorry. Started from the top, then we go a little lower. Started from the bottom, then we go a little higher. <laughs> uh, and then go from the middle. Drake sucks. And then there you are. <laughs> <laughs> Middle out <laughs> compression. And then Nick is in the back. Young money. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he goes, yeah. what was my rap? What was my rapper name? Ghost Boy Nick or something? No, it was, oh, I actually like Ghost Boy Nick better. No, it's Hype Ghost. Hype Ghost Boy Nick. No, that's too many. That's too many words. No, that Nick. That's too many words. Nobody's going to remember that. Ghost it's got to be like, it's got to be like Lil John or something like that. Like, Lil like, Nick. Lil, Lil Nick. Nick. <laughs> Young Nick. And then he goes, young yeah! Yeah, young is always good. You gotta have young in the name. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, get back into the seasonal anime. DJ Tonkatsu. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> DJ Tonkatsu, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Number one, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Woo! So high. Did not watch this. Danny, one. what are your impressions? <laughs> I oh, didn't right. watch Danny. it. <laughs> yeah, Danny hasn't you seen, haven't the, seen first. the masterpiece. I haven't even seen the first one. That is Mob yes, Psycho. Yes, everyone yell at me, start screaming in your car, being all like, what? My favorite yes. part about this is there's a there's a member on our Discord who she only gave Mob Psycho a score and none of our other like shows on my anime list, she gave a score. <laughs> <laughs> is that Sen? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's just like... She's just like, oh, everything doesn't even get a score. Mob everything gets a is 10. obsolete. Everything <laughs> is obsolete else is to her. <laughs> sure, pomp. Dude, they're so sure pomp emoji. That is so right. fucking funny, dude. <laughs> but yeah, Mob Psycho, dude. Great. Danny, you need to watch this once you get time. When I have time. When you have before, time, yeah. Before next year when we put it on our anime decade list. Because it'll be on there somewhere. It'll be on there somewhere. It'll yeah. be in the top 100. The long-awaited well, that'll that'll give me an excuse to watch it then. The long-awaited sequel to 20 2017's well, like, <laughs> long-awaited. No, yeah. Wait a second. 2017? No. 2000. Wait. What am I looking at? Oh, I clicked on adaptation. That's why. Fucking it. The web comic ran from 2012 to 20. The long tw- from 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. Yeah. 2016, the long way to I guess sequel. that is kind of a long wait, sort of. Eh, oh, yeah, I suppose it's not. Not as long, not as long as a long wait for Attack on Titan. Here we go. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> for, wait, for some reason, it didn't feel like a long time. I don't know why. Even though it felt like every other thing felt like forever. Like one one of those years, 2016 felt like forever. 2017 felt like forever. But like the whole three-year chunk didn't feel that long. <laughs> Run off for real, though. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes, directed by the same guy, okay, Yuzuru Tachikawa, uh, Studio Bones. Yeah, he also did uh, Death Parade, 
and Inuyashiki, I believe. Which is, oh no, I like, I really like Death Parade. Death Parade is pretty cool. Yeah, Simon, you need to, Simon needs to watch that for the animated decade. It might be on there. All right, give your girl some slack, okay? I'm finna watch it. Just chill. <laughs> chill no, you for wait. A minute. We we I, might okay, do a spotlight on that one. Maybe. If we're doing a spotlight on that one, then I'll have. <laughs> I have to watch it because it's my hand, job. I don't, I don't know if we need to. I don't. I don't remember <laughs> if we covered that one in the uh, when we like first started the podcast. No, I don't think so. I don't think you did. I think we like talked about it, but not heavily. Yeah, not like we didn't talk about it. Talk about it. But yeah, Mob Psycho 102. Like, dude, it's pretty hype. It's already hype. It's like, I think there's like five episodes out already. I only watched the first three, but like from what people are saying, it's fucking hype. The first three episodes were really hype, and like the first episode is actually super cute too. Because yeah, yeah. So it's dealing with mob trying. Well, the the whole idea of Mob Psycho is he's an esper. He has like psychic powers, and he's trying to control his psychic powers, and then also like improve himself as a person because he's really weak physically. So he joins the body improvement club, <laughs> and it's he's like this tiny little dude. Yeah, um, and he's he's also got like some social anxiety and kind of yeah. No, he's like, like yeah, he's got a lot of that going. It, it, Mob is like so cute. He's like he's like uh you got he's like adorable. You just gotta protect him. But at the same time, he's the strongest psychic in the whole like maybe not the whole world, but in the, his little area. Right. So. Yeah. Like, and the reason why it's called Mob Psycho One Hundred is because like it shows this throughout the show. It shows like at what percent like his emotion is, and if it reaches one hundred, then you turn around and run the fucking other way. <laughs> like he just. <laughs> yeah, he goes like uh fucking white eyed, super duper saiyan. Super duper pooper scooper Saiyan five part ultra three. instinct mob ultra instinct mob. Do you think Mob could fight Jiren? Yeah, probably. He'd, he'd probably make friends with him somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Jiren would probably respect him. He'd be like, "I punched you twenty five times and nothing happened. That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> and Mob is just like, "I didn't even see you punch me twenty five times." Yeah, but no, right so now, like, Mob joins Reagan's. Um, shady little business of uh uh what is it called it's psychic business there we go reagan, reagan has like the psychic business and they the exercise demons and ghosts and spirits and shit mob's yeah. like a part-timer for him even though even though mob has all the power reagan is like <laughs> he like acts like he does it's really funny um that's why reagan is the best guy because reagan he's kind of a con artist but at the same time he he also has like a heart of gold like mob yeah he's always like like especially in episode was it three the one with the the family, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Regan is like, he something I appreciate about how his character is like, he doesn't understand everything that Mob goes through, but he always tries his best to like give him advice from like his life experiences. And then this was the first time where where Regan didn't understand what Mob was going through, and then he came to a realization like Mob sees like double what we see. He sees spirits and he sees everything as one thing and he's not like other psychics like you know what i mean like he's not like other people yeah and he's basically on lsd 24 7 <laughs> right so so reagan instead of like telling him to exercise the family and stuff like that he was like no i get it now like i i understand you mob and i'm sorry that i didn't before and it was just really cool you know that's it's fucking awesome anyway if you've seen mob psycho the first one i mean this is just like it's a sequel it's awesome you know like it's fucking if you love, you know, Mob at all, you'll watch it. Yeah, if you like One Punch Man, it's by the same same creator. So Nick for the longest. One. So I didn't watch the first season for the longest time, and Nick for the longest time was like, "You'll like it better than One Punch Man." And I said, "Shut up, dude! 
Genos is my boy. Okay, like, shut up, Nick. And then I watched Mob Psycho 100, and I went back to Nick on Discord, and I said, I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you prostrated yourself and slammed your head into the dirt? <laughs> yeah, I just, like, stuck the... I did. I committed Sudoku and was like, I'm sorry, dude. Um, But, yeah, Nick was like, fucking told you. I told you, bitch. on mom. your face, and you're like, you scum. Don't yeah, believe so, my anime know, taste. Yeah. Aside Mob Psycho. Danny, you need to watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I'll get right on that. Uh, yeah. The next okay. one is... Do you want to move on to the next one? Uh, oh, just really quick. I just like the... In Mob Psycho, I like the struggle that Mob has to deal with where he's like... He's so powerful that he doesn't want to use his power, his psychic powers against uh, like weaker beings. So he, he like doesn't even fight back for himself <laughs> when he's getting mugged and bullied. Um, right. His brother and them have to step in for him, and the and the other the body improvement club have to step in for him. But like he he really does he really is like a nice guy. So it's just cool to see him grow and learn and all that and try to, you know, struggle with all this. So yeah, it, it's good because it has he has like he's like an empathetic character, and then and Reagan is too, even though he's a shithead. <laughs> right. So and then he actually a lot of the other cast is too. Like there's a really. It, it, it the show deals a lot with like bullying and and like uh, almost like Chunibio, not really Chunibio, but like you know finding, kids are trying to fit in and everything. Finding so. your own way to process the things that happen to you and the, what yeah. people do. You can almost relate to Mob in some kind of way, even if you don't like, because not everyone is going through the same thing. Okay, not everyone is going through what Mob is going through, but you can probably find some <laughs> way to relate to him. You know, what I not mean? everyone has has uh, psychic powers. You know, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. Like, nobody has to deal with that stress. <laughs> but you can find some way to relate to him, even if you don't are not going through anything he's going through. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. It's good characters. Anyway, uh, the next one... Doro Ro. Dororo. This uh, is a Tezuka Productions, also Studio Mappa animated it. By the way, uh, Studio Bones did Mob Psycho, so... I, did, I forgot said to mention that. I said it. Oh, you, well, I forgot to mention it. You did, you did, but I didn't. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't because um, you suck. <laughs> so Dororo is based off of the manga by Osama Tezuka. He's like obviously the most famous mangaka. Um, Astro came out in the 60s, late 60s, and they're, they're readapting it now. It's kind of like a historical like imperialist Japan where everyone's like – just getting stabbed with swords and dying in the fields and stuff. <laughs> it's almost, uh, I don't know if it's the same time period as Kenshin, probably a little bit, probably before that, probably like a number of years, like a hundred years. Maybe a little that. bit after or before. No, I think Kenshin had, had some more technology. I'm not sure. Hey, yeah. No, Kenshin, case, Kenshin had more technology. Kenshin had uh, cannons and howitzers and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was like pre, that was like a uh, civil war time. Pre westernization, like right before Western or it's like right yeah. at the beginning of westernization. But yeah. Anyway, Doro. Was, uh, yeah. Never mind. Forget oh, uh, yeah. It's a long time ago. It's feudal Japan, basically, and and, and it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm using these word these terms wrong. It's probably not like the actual time period, but you get the idea. Oldie time Japan. Uh, everybody's wearing kimonos and they have swords and they run around slicing people. With sandals on. <laughs> they sandals. run around slicing people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, like, imagine going being in your history class. And like, okay, now we're going to talk about the time in Japan where they just ran around 
in pajamas slicing people. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway. So the the basic idea is there's a samurai lord who bartered away his newborn son's organs to to a number to a large number of demons in exchange for dominance on the battlefield. I'm just wow, reading off the mouth synopsis. And like so <laughs> the baby is born with literally no senses at all. He has no sense of sight, touch, smell, feel, nothing. And he has like no eyeballs or anything and no limbs and uh, like but somehow it's still alive. I don't understand that. But like <laughs> Um, so they send the baby down the river to die, uh, cause you know, the, the warlord sacrificed him to, you know, to bring stability to his, to his, uh, group. Um, and then what happens, what happens is the baby gets, he gets discovered by, I think this like doctor guy who, who raises him and gives him prosthetic limbs and stuff. And, uh, so you have this like super silent character and then it, it flashes forward a number of years and you get, you get to this orphan boy named Dororo. He's the uh, Doro. He's the uh, little orphan boy, and he runs into the cursed uh, guy who's now probably in his teens. I would say, what's his name? Hyakimaru. Hyakimaru. That's it. And doesn't Maru mean like demon or something? Or no, that's. Uh... I think it it means something no. to that effect. Yeah, I think Maru means demon. Um. Anyway, Aquaman close enough. Like demon. Anyway, yeah. I think that's him. Oh, I, I'm clicking on the Mal picture, and they have like the old version of the photo. Yeah, so yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they run to each other, and so Hyakumaro is protecting Doro from these other demons. And every time Hyakumaro slays a demon, he gains one of his senses back, or like an organ, kind of like Princess Tutu style, a little bit. Um, so like right now in the third episode, he's he's got like some sense of feel in like his foot, <laughs> and uh, or he grew a foot. Like before that, his his limbs were just made of literal swords. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck, dude? He was so like he was a Edward badass. Scissorhands. Yeah, except his entire arm was just two swords, like stapled together, and he was running around slicing shit up. So, yeah, cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually super sick, and it's. I cool kind of missed this one. I I did want one to watch this one because this kind of did pique my interest. A little, but I just never had the time at this point. It has really good fight scenes. Studio Mappa does a good job. There, I think Studio Mappa is one of the best animation studios. So anytime you see that, just be like, "Damn, I gotta check that out." Yeah, yeah. What does what does Sam think? Um. Well, the last time, you know, it's so like, it's really cool because lately you've been seeing a lot of reboots revivals remakes or whatever new adaptations of 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 works that are done by i want to say like the grand parent anime creators of you know what i mean like osama suzuka and then we got devilman crybaby from gona guy and we got that terrible cutie honey show from a couple seasons ago i'll take one cutie honey if we get one devil may cry baby i'll take that, that I, i'm like yeah i'm not even gonna argue or go there you're totally right um, but like the last like adaptation we got of Dororo, I think was like in the sixties. Then there was like the sixty nine show or whatever, and it was in black and white or whatever. But um, there Na- nineteen sixty, it, it the the Dororo to 
Yakimaru. Uh, Yakimaru uh, aired from April 6, 1969 to September 28, 1969. So it's cool. What I'm trying to say is it's really cool to see these. And if you watch the show, like, they they do kind of make the art style, like, kind of old school looking but still like with a modern take on it like how would a new artist do it and a lot of it is the color palette is super kind of somber and uh kind of like megalobox like how megalobox had like that it definitely doesn't like from just from this uh the excuse me the um the picture on mal it doesn't look um it looks very fresh and very new. Um, it doesn't look... It, it To me, it doesn't look like an adaptation of an old anime. Yeah. Like how, like how Megalobox is. It, right. Megalobox has um, that... that refre- it, It's still drawn in that slight old school way, um, like in the 80s, but it's still refreshing. Whereas yes. this, to me... Just just by looking at this picture, it's still it, it has like it's just like a new school uh draw like art style mm-hmm. that's taking um an old uh adaptation and yeah. just like put it together. So like and if you know Osamu Shizuka's style art style, they kinda look kinda bubbly. In a way, it kind of like super you know, bubbly, yeah. like black. Um, what is it? Blackjack. Yeah, yeah. Blackjack yeah. is his most famous, I think. Or yeah. did he do Blackjack and Astro Boy? Astro Boy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, Astro Boy is like the one that you think of. Right, and and Blackjack and Dororo are are actually kind of dark, so it's kind of nice to see this done with its somber look and somber color palette. And Studio Mappa did really awesome with the fight scenes, and it, it's seeing his arms like with the swords or whatever is like unsettling and it's really cool to see because a lot of people they know osama tezuka for you know adam the beginning and astro boy and you know big nose face johnson and all that stuff (laughs) but like so seeing this and then knowing who it's from it's really fucking cool like i'm gonna keep watching it for sure everyone's going back to their roots yeah dog so it's really cool to see like legends in like the anime industry get their stuff redone with fresh looks and stuff so the newer generation yeah, can see it, it. it i was gonna say that it's actually nice to see all these new uh re-adaptations of um like the 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 grandfathers and grandmothers of of what when anime started uh so that the newer generation can finally watch um, you know, the source of it all. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, because even though the internet is there, it's still hard to find um older anime. Ah, uh, I w- I would argue the opposite, actually. <laughs> I mean, if you know where to look, it's really easy. If you know where to look, it's really easy. But if you don't, then it's it's going to be difficult. I know a lot of the um, a lot of the legal streaming services don't have every single show licensed, so you know you might have to jump around, and even then they might have 
they don't have like a lot of shows from the 60s and 70s for example Crunchyroll doesn't have that so you know once they reboot it then they do have it so there yeah. you go yeah but it's cool but, I mean, like if you want to if you want to download something you can download it like 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 Rumiko Takahashi even I didn't know that Kyokai no Rine was getting an adaptation and that manga oh. came out like in 2009 or whatever but like it got an anime the third season aired in 2017 and I didn't even know that that was a thing and it's cool yeah. that people are still getting their stuff people from back then are still getting their stuff redid anyway uh Dororo. awesome you guys should go watch that one highly recommend uh the next one is where our wife who comes from kaguya-sama love is war that's what it means Tensai Tachi Norinai Zunosen. Okay, so before, and I kind of said this in the Discord, I am like kind of like getting annoyed with like the <clears throat> elite school with super smart kids in it, the anime. <laughs> yeah. I like, it's kind of like. <laughs> Wait, how do you, you don't like this one? I, I mean, I don't mind it. Dude, the directing know. is fucking crazy. I love, I love it. Uh, you have to admit, this looks way more fun than like the quintessential quintuplets with like boring ass shots. You know what it I mean? Is. Like no, with it, this it, one, it they're is. they're getting real creative with it. It Who is did the directing. It was a one a one picture. Michi Omada. Yes, is the director. Yep, and they've done, uh, they've done the capo, uh, Hidamari sketch, um. They did Madoka Man. Well, it was more a storyboard. I'm, I'm thinking, like, director. Grand Crest Senki. Grand Crest Senki. Anyway. Uh, oh, shit. No, Shogun Roku Rakugo Shinju. Okay, okay. So this is the director of, of Rakugo. Yeah, yeah, no wonder it's good. <laughs> um, it's That's all you need of, to know. Rakugo director. And it's a, you know, it's a romance kind of comedy. But there's also, like, some psychological stuff in it. I'm like, and I really love the animation. I love the art style. I just kind of, like... Maybe it was just off-putting to me because when I started it, I was like, eh. "You just don't like romance at all." <laughs> I'm getting. I don't know. You don't. You, you don't like this. You just don't like this. You just don't like this uh, type of show. Same as I don't like the cat show or the harem, the straight harems anymore. Like, the cat show, and we'll get to that because I got some yeah. negative ones about that one too. But like, well, it's like it's just even if it, even if it's done really well, you're not the target audience. So you should let me give some. Some pointers on it. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Um, so oh, I really and like I love this. the character design. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I really like uh, Kaguya-sama because um, it it kind of reminds me of like Death Note and his and her circumstances where you have these characters who are like really overanalyzing their, you know, every little situation. And the whole idea of the show is the, the student council president and the uh, other, the girls vice in the president. student council. She's the yeah, the guys. president. She's the vice president, Kaguya, and then the mm-hmm. uh, Miyuki is the is the president, and they're they they are in love with each other, but there's they're basically they're both tops, so neither one wants to be the bottom. <laughs> they they don't want to admit weakness and confess first. They're trying to get the other to confess first. That's the at least the first few episodes are trying to do that. So that's basically the idea, and there's various hijinks and um, and scenes that happen situations. It's a comedy and psychological, so I like how that interplays. Um, and then you have Chica, the 
student council like assistant of some sort. I she's think another she's the member secretary. of the student council. She yeah, might secretary be the, or the secretary or something treasury, like something to that effect. Treasure. Um, yeah, no, she's a secretary. And she's Chica, secretary. she she kind of gets in a love triangle. She's not really in love with the guy, but it, like Kaguya thinks she is, and and she's like <laughs> she's getting like really inwardly angry at her, but not you know being bright on the outside and everything. So. I just like how that dynamic plays out. Um, and then obviously you get these, the OP and ED are great, especially in episode three with Chica dancing. They, they spent like, they must've spent a ton of time on that. Cause it, it is hand drawn with, with computer assistance, but like the way that her skirt flows and she's like dancing so smoothly, it, it I think it was a little bit rotoscope too, where they use that technique in addition. And then they drew over the top of it. I think that's what happened. I don't know. I'm not an animator, but yeah. Rotoscope, um, yeah. If you're following anything with current anime, you've already seen the dance of Chica, so it's it's super cute. Um, it's funny. It's yeah. funny that you mentioned that because it did became a become a meme, and um, a friend of mine tagged me on Facebook uh, of of Chica um, dancing and stuff, and he was all like, "Danny, what anime is this?" And I'm yeah. all like, <laughs> and I'm and all that's like, just a gift, a voice actor. Yeah, and I'm like Kaguya-sama, uh, war, whatever it's called. Yeah, Kaguya-sama is all you need. Love is war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did? Who did? Konomi Kohara. Yeah, he, she did the Kaguya voice actor, or not Kaguya, Chika. Oh she, shit, she was also Kazumi in Ace of Base, Asabase. <gasps> uh, no wonder. <laughs> Everyone <she> enjoys. <laughs> No wonder we like her. <laughs> now, now I need to know who did. Okay, so Kaguya was done by. Looks like a relatively new actress, Aoi Koga. She didn't do Ace of Base, so we don't like her. <laughs> I'm kidding. You I'm can't kidding. sit with us. <laughs> you can't <laughs> sit with us. Um, and I like how the the president. There's like a really funny scene where the the president is uh, giving love advice to uh, another student and. You know, the guy ha- doesn't have any experience himself, so he's just faking it. And he notices that Kagi is standing behind the door and, like, secretly eavesdropping. So he he's like, you have to do the wall push, the ko- Kogoban or whatever they call it. And he, like, pushes the wall, and Kagi is right on the other side of it. And she's just, like, she's just, like, about to break. And it's it's really funny the way they, they directed that. I think my favorite one was with the, the bento box. I think that was in the first. Oh episode. yeah, yeah, where where Chica gets the the box. Yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, Kaguya was going on about how um, sharing sharing your bento with someone was kind of like disgusting or anything like that. And then um, the president brought his lunch with him, uh, and because they're in the the count the student council room, and. Um, Chica was like admiring the president's uh, lunch, and he offered he offered uh, Chica to have a bite, and Kaguya was like so pissed and everything, like, oh, like I want to try it, but my dignity, you know, I I just said that I didn't that I thought you know sharing a a box lunch was gross and everything. How do I how do I manage to get uh you know uh, at least like a bite out of his lunch or something like that? And she was trying to get um like silly little ways and she i remember she uh she she ordered like shrimp or some sort of seafood that the president liked and he still didn't eat any of her lunch and she was so <laughs> mad 
She wanted that indirect kisu. Yeah. Um. Anyway, great show. Even though Sam doesn't like it, that's okay. If it's you all like right. I mean, comedy, psychological. I, check it yeah, out. It's all right. It's not one of my favorites, but I, I'd still watch it. It's enjoyable. Watch it just for Chico. That's all you need. That's all you sure. need. Makes it a ten out of ten show. Uh, it's a five out of ten for Nick. <laughs> Uh, six out of ten. Six I'm out being of ten. Generous. Okay, pull a respect. Okay, I think all I, right, no, I gave, right. I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven initially, but I, I might end up having it at a six. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I saw that chica dance. And I'm like, oh. oh next point thing you know, n- next <laughs> n- next time you hear us, it's gonna be a four out of ten. Yeah. God. <laughs> if this is a four out of ten, everything else is like a two. <laughs> if the ending of episode seven is also a different dance, Nick is plus one to score. Plus <laughs> one to score. That's an um, eight. So this next one we kind of have a history with because... Oh, yeah, the show swap. Once upon a time, I did a show swap with Nick, and I made him watch Boogie Pop Phantom from, <laughs> from uh, what was it? Like year 2000. I think it was like 2003 because the, the light novel came out in like the year 1998 or something nope, like that. No, winter 2000. Here it is right here. I know. Yeah. I'm saying the, the source material is 1998. Gotcha. Yeah, so the... <laughs> So, <laughs> Boogie Pop it is about this urban legend that is she's the Boogie Pop is basically the angel of death, and uh, it's like aliens. Aliens, dude. Is it? I think it is. It's like literally alien. It's like Cthulhu type creatures that that in, inhabit inhabit these teenagers or so, other people. So and the they prob- they try to learn they're trying to learn about the world. It's kind of like parasite almost, if you think about it. So the problem with with and this was with, one of the first li- like big light novels that really influenced all other light novels. Right. Um, so the problem and with that's me why everyone's that, like, yeah. The problem with me switching that with Nick is that there's like fucking fifteen some books, and the original anime in two thousand that I swapped with Nick. I watched it as a kid and was just like I thought it was super edgy for liking it and stuff. The the it it ad, it adapts parts of the first book and a bunch of parts of some in the middle. So it was kind of confusing and it didn't really explain who Boogie Pop was and it was kind of like anthology like like it was a different story every like episode or whatever. There's a guy who was eating cockroaches and some other shit. And then Nick, <laughs> Nick was like, this show is terrible. And I rewatched it for that episode that we recorded. And I was like, yeah, I don't really know what's going on. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, like, actually gave me, like, a good show. But, like, anyway. Yeah, what show did I give you? I, I don't remember. All I remember is that it was whatever it was, it was better than that. Because, <laughs> like. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't. And, like, the, the original Boogie Pop had, like, some really good hashtag moods to it. And it was, like. It it did it was cool, but it it just I couldn't tell what was happening really. <laughs> right. And th- there wasn't enough of a hook to to you know hook me in. There, like you didn't have enough of like a main character or, or driving force to it. But like that's kind of what Boogie Pop is. It's hard to adapt. Apparently, I've never read it. But so the the anime in question that we're talking about now is called Boogie Pop and Others, and it's based on the first book Boogie Pop and Others. So. Uh. I think they're going to try and, you know, reboot this properly and, like, actually, you know, 
do it from there. Um, but it it starts off um, with uh, the main one, or not? I don't know if he's the main character yet. But like, it starts off with this guy, and he's gonna go meet his girlfriend, and she's late. And Boogie Pop shows up, and Boogie Pop is his girlfriend, and he's like, "Wait a second, what are you doing?" And then Boogie Pop introduces themselves, and they say, "I'm just a fucking phantom dog." And I'm, there's the, the world's in danger, and that's why I'm here. I only pop up when I'm needed. And he's like, "Get out of my girlfriend's body!" And she's like, "Nah." Anyway, <laughs> so like, and, and Boogie Pop <laughs> isn't a male nah, or female. Dude, it's sorry. just, it's like this, it's like this mythical creature, like an alien or a an entity. a god or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Boogie it's kind Pop, of like Parasite again. It's you got these aliens trying to take over the world, basically, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Or study humanity. They're trying to study humanity, and like the first three episodes which is what we watched, uh, they kind of cover the same story from different angles. So you, you get the, I forgot the word for it, but you get the part where it shows you the end of it first, and then it goes back and shows you how it got to the ending. Yeah. There's a term like, for it, and I totally forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, But, like, uh, there's other aliens that inhabit creatures too, right, from the same... Boogie Pop is like a different. There's like there's like these aliens that come down, or no, it's not aliens. It's um, what was it? They were studying Boogie Pop in a lab, right? And then it escaped, or it wasn't Boogie Pop? It was a. Uh, oh boy, I don't remember exactly. But they were studying the one of the creatures in a lab that inhabited one of the humans, and it escaped. And it was called Mimic or something because it could copy whatever humans did. Yep. And then it. Like it's able to get to attach to other people too, and like one of them turned out to be like a murderer, and they were eating people and um going around doing that. So Boogie Pop and the and the 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 boys and girls had to try to stop it. So right, and that's Boogie, basically the first little mini arc. Boogie Pop is like the the way they explained it was, I just pop up whenever I'm needed, and that's why they call me Boogie Pop. So Boogie Pop, the thing about a boogie people or the boogeyman is that the boogeyman only pops up when he needs to. And that's like why he's scary. And he always shows up under your bed. So that's why they call boogie. That's why boogie pop is called boogie pop. But anyway, um, it's hard for me to explain. I haven't, if you've read the source material, everything makes more sense. (laughs) Yeah. I bet you. And I bet you this anime is going to do a better job. It's already doing a better job, like with those Down first the line, three episodes. Explain more, yeah. Um, explain more about how the mythology and the lore works. But like, um, that then word starts spreading around the school of like, oh, did you hear that? Uh, you know, Nagi saw Boogie Pop. It's like, oh, she saw her too. It's like, yeah, and it it's it's like be, it, the urban legend is being built as you're watching it almost. So like. I, I expect it to be pretty introductory since it's like the first book. It's supposed to be adapting the first book in the light novel series. Whereas the 2000 anime, the 2000 anime that I made Nick watch was like all over the place. And maybe yeah, that they one thought, had a lot of gaps. Yeah. Maybe they thought they could do that because of the way it's written. I don't know, but either way, uh, I hope this redeems Nick because I, one thing I'll say is the, this new and new version of it, um, I could tell they took a lot of shortcuts when the characters were speaking because they didn't animate their mouths. Like they had to find an excuse to show something else. 
Isn't that um, every anime though? Like <laughs> it's, it's like a lot of them, but like with Kaguya, for example, they show all that, and th- with this one, it's like they're saving all their budget for the fight scenes or for the uh, you know for the blood explosions or whatever. So it's, it's Studio Madhouse. Yeah, that's what I don't understand either. It's, Madhouse usually has better animation to it, and this one, it's like they put all of it into their Sakuga moments, but then very little elsewhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really go even a step further and say that even some of like the the more like calmer scenes. Even like the part where like in the first episode where Boogie Pop it like throws one of the cops to the ground. Um it almost kinda reminded me of like the way Castlevania was animated. Like there was different in between the in between animation was like not all there or something. The way it, I don't know. It looked a little weird. But like Yeah, and this one has a, has like only a barely above a seven on Mal. I think a lot of the source readers I'm like sure are disappointed. Point, so it has like a seven point ten. Which is low for a it's new lower, show. So. Yeah, and it's lower compared to its um, 2000 adaptation. I don't understand. I think that's just nostalgic goggles or something. I don't understand why people gave the old one such a high score. I mean, it's not that much. It's it, The 2000 one is 7.22. Oh, well, that's still so higher than it, it deserves. I mean, <laughs> it's still... It's like 10 points more higher. Anyway. Um, 12 points. So. Yeah, people just the source readers just wanted it to be a certain way, and maybe it's not exactly doing that, but whatever. Um, yeah, the opening song is also pretty catchy. Yeah, the opening and ending songs to this are great. Um, who did those? It was Myth and Royd. Oh, Myth and Royd, and then Riku Azuna did the ending theme. Yes, that's that's one of my favorite ops of the season for the the Myth and Royd one. Oh yeah, definitely, it's fucking cool. That song is called, by the way, that song is called Shadowgraph by Mythenroid. And then Whiteout by Rico Azuna. Um, but yeah, the, I, I, and I read a lot of people say that this is more faithful and that the original one even had some original stories in it. And that's why the 2001 was tripping a little bit. But yeah. So give that a watch. Let me know what you think. It's a psychological mystery horror. Boogie Pop and others. Uh, the next one is... I want to do it with quintuplets, the anime. (laughs) This one has higher score than Boogie Pop. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's so simple. (laughs) Go to Bun no Hanayome. It's quintessential quintuplets or the five-witted brides or the whatever. Dude, this is also Um, Tezuka Productions. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I'm sure it has some good aspects to it like i don't know man i just it's hard for me to pay attention to this type of story anymore so i, I should let you guys take the lead if, if you liked it more than i did i did not like it i'm not i don't like harems like it just was not into it it's like it's like a comedy romance harem and the the five girls they um they all have big boobs they all have big boobs um well, they're the, quintuplets. Of the course one, they do. The one guy, the MC Kun, uh, Futaro, he's like trying to help them study so they can graduate, but they hate studying, and they just want to mess around. <laughs> they all failed at their lot at their no, they, school. That's why they there's got five down. of them. They all score exactly twenty. So yeah. with their powers <laughs> combined, they can pass one test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, stupid. But yeah, he he he. <clears throat> 
he gets the he takes on the tutoring gig because he's he wants the money. He's like, oh, sick! I'll, I get paid to teach people because I'm smart as fuck. But then like, they're they're five girls and they're all daughters of this wealthy businessman, and uh, they're spoiled. You know what I mean? They they're just spoiled wanna, as fuck. Girls just want to have fun by Cindy Lauper. There you go. <laughs> um, no, dude, I thought it was boring. I don't know. Just like I don't care. Like it. Yeah, if, if I you love, like this type of show, like check it out. I mean, you know, you probably like enjoy it, but it, the art style I love too, and I love that they all the girls have like kind of their own uniqueness. Like you can tell which one's like the quirky one, you can tell which one's like the shy one, which one is like super serious, and which one's the kind of motherly like one, and whatever. Kind of like the fucking Ninja Turtles, you know? They they all have their kind of quirky things, whatever about them, but like. I don't know. I'm not the. This is one of those things where maybe I'm just not the target audience. I'm just not into. This is one of those things where I feel like Quoka would be like, "It's cute girls doing cute things." I'm Quoka. I live in Korea. <laughs> but like, no, it's not that. It's 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 just a harem. Yeah, it's not even that. Because cute girls exactly. doing cute things <laughs> is like, that's like a four girl like four coma manga, you know, with all chibi designs. This is like a kind of a regular romance harem. So. I love how Nick just came and he's like, no, dude, it's not even that. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, that's different. I'm not saying it's better. It's different. Not my uh, thing. Yeah, it's it's not really my thing. Um, I think the girls are pretty cute. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. <laughs> Unless Danny has something to say, we can we can move on. Um, this was like kind of odd. I. <laughs> I don't really appreciate how all the girls have big ass boobs and every time like there's a chance their boobs just are there for no apparent reason. Um <clears throat> it reminds me of like I mean it is a harem, so it definitely reminds me of another harem called Happy Lesson. Um, except like in Happy Lesson, the the girls that are um, that are in there are like the MC Coons teachers, and then when they're not at school, they're the, all the teachers are is MC Coons mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's like uh what? <laughs> um, whereas this it. Like, they're all sisters. So, I, I don't know. It's very... I, I'm very turned off by it. Um, the main character is is kind of funny. I, I can give him that. And he's very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very determined to, like, help these girls to like pass and stuff so that's yeah i mean there's a simple premise you know that's a simple premise yeah i mean there's gonna be hijinks i i did i did like that he kind of had a little bit of a bond with one of them the girl with the the headphones uh her name was um and miku uh because she's she's like uh she's like low-key uh fandom uh over um warlords and stuff so um 
that 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 like little scene was kind of cute but again yeah but the second they said nobunaga i was <laughs> nobunaga to finish this show so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had to force this, that joke in yeah but <laughs> i don't know for whatever reason i don't like nobunaga because like I mean, every anime wants to mention him if you like harems yeah we, this we already is said the it. show for you let's move yeah. on um my cat my roommate is a cat this it's kind show, of a show. Uh, Studio this Zero show. G, based on a web manga, slice of like comedy, directed this by Yoshino Oh, sorry, this not show. that. Kaoru Suzuki. This show. Ten out of ten show. <laughs> With Catface Joanne. Some show. With Catface Joanne. Some out of some show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should man. let you guys cover it because I, I, this is just not my type of show. Like I'm not Cat really. Catface uh, Joanne. I don't do pets. I don't do food. I don't do harems. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's me. So, so yeah, Studio Zero G. Nick covered all that. Um, it's about this guy, and you. It's revealed right away to you at the beginning that his uh, parents died in a car accident, and uh, he kind of just Aww. trying to live his life. He grew up around books, reading books all the time, and having and growing his imagination because of these books, and. Uh, he happens upon this cat and he has an idea for a book because of the cat and <laughs> he starts writing it, but he takes the cat in with him to like be like source material for him or whatever to study the cat's actions and stuff like that. Um, uh, I think the cat's name is, is Haru. Is yes. The yeah. Haru. Yes. The, ca- the cat is name is Haru. Yeah. And, uh, but she's, she's, it's so funny because the cat thinks that the name Haru means food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's all like, I know that name. <laughs> Where have I heard it before? Um, but, yeah, she she's, uh, she's a cat face. And, like... She's a cat face Joanne. So, the... You know, he he's writing this story, and he's got to get the first chapter to his editor by, like, you know, a certain time, and... He kind of starts imagining the ideas he's having with her in them. And as, like, you know, he, because his imagination is so huge, you literally just see him and this cat, like, in these really funny scenes. Like, there's a part where, so cats do this thing where they bring you gifts um, <laughs> to show you thanks and gratitude and as a tribute to you. Um, My cats do it. My cat Boo used to do it. And there's this part where she's bringing him food. And uh, so the first episode is divided from his point of view, and the second part is her point of view, and which I think is awesome, by the way. Yeah, yeah. At first, and... I thought uh, honestly, I thought it was just going to be like his point of view, and the cat was just there and stuff. But when once they like finished his point of view, and then they switched it to hers, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna watch this show. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> like is... she. This is adorable. So she brings her food, and he's, like, trying to figure out why. And he's like, is he trying to, like, is she trying to bribe me or something? And it it cuts to her (laughs) in, like, one of those, like, a trench coat with a suitcase. Like, look at all. Look at this shit right here, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Look look what I got for you right here. Anyway, the you know, the show, throughout the, as you're watching more of it, he just, he finds these new, like, ideas every time she does something. That's just a normal cat thing. He's he's imagining it. He's so fascinated by it, and then he like his imagination over exaggerates that little 
uh like cat thing that she right did. and it's just she's just doing cat stuff and it's just like and she has she's kind of feisty you know she's kind of like what the fuck is wrong with you like what like what are you doing <laughs> and uh dude and it's just like they're as he's trying to write his book at home and she's there being a cat face and like the reason so like i have a different bias towards this a lot of people like nick would say that i have a bias towards it because it's cat face johnson but the bias no the, it's the, cat face joanne oh yeah cat face it's joanne because she's a, she's a som uh, face somson som face somson so the bias i have towards this is not only because it's cat face but like she looks like my cat boo who passed away last year and she literally the way she acts in the first episode anyway the, the all the things she acts and does my cat boo used to do I was I sit at my desk for hours, okay? I don't know if you guys fucking know that. But I sit at my desk for hours cuz I work at my job at a computer and when I get home, I have to do more work, whether it's like podcast or like designing stuff or whatever or networking. And my cat Boo would bring me socks or she'd bring me food from her food bowl. And I'd always have to fucking pick it up and put it back in her bowl. But she thought I was she wanted me to eat it, you know. And so when I saw her doing that and it went from her point of view like Human, I haven't seen you eat in five hours. Here's some fucking food and a sock. You know, like, but she didn't bring him a sock in the anime. But Boo used to do that. So I started crying, naturally, because I'm emotional as fuck, you know? And I that's the bias I have towards it. So, like, I don't think this show is going to be super, like, amazing or anything. But I know that I'm going to have, like, an exaggerated... You're going to like it. Yeah. Because I have because that kind of, of your yeah, I have and a not personal only that, connection to it. Exactly, you have a personal connection with it because of your cat boo. You know, me. I mean, I love animals, regardless. Granted, I do. I, I've always lived with dogs. The only time that I've lived with cats was with my uncle back in New Jersey, um, but with her she she's an outdoorsy cat she'll she goes out uh whenever she wants and she comes back she she's definitely not like haru where like she'll come bring you food or anything like that she's a fucking lazy ass bitch (laughs) (laughs) so i i still like it because of how the the main character acts because He's just so fascinated by this cat. It's all like, dude, have you clearly have been such a shut-in because you don't want to have human contact with anyone. Even when he was a teenager, he didn't want to have human contact. When they went through that flashback of um, him in high school and he was reading and like the his his uh, classmates were sit like going behind like whispering behind his back like oh look he's reading again blah blah, blah. and and like oh sh- he might hear you and then when he goes home and he's like in his room and he goes oh it's summer vacation i get to read finally like all day in my in my room and then all of a sudden his mom barges in and says look look what we did we're gonna go on this trip and he's all like no i don't want to go so. Right, yeah, right. So my <laughs> recommendation before we move on is my whole thing is if you're like an animal lover, especially a cat lover, you'll probably just like it. Like, you know, like Regard- the animation's yeah. like yeah. average. It's okay. 
you know, like, I don't know how it's going to end, to be honest with you. It's a slice of life. It's based on a web manga. But, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're a cat lover or even just an animal lover like Danny, you'll probably like it. At least enough to watch, like, the first four or five episodes and probably even after that. So I, I still think it's interesting. Excuse me. Especially the characters. The opening is really cute. I, I actually really like the opening. Yeah. And um, there's there's another, there's like two other cats. And obviously one of the cats that's there is similar uh, to Haru. So they must be either siblings or whatever. I don't know. Um, but there's another cat that I'm really interested in. Like who's who is that, you know? Right. So, because we already met, we already met the the sales associate at the at the pet store, and we already know the editor and and um, what's his name, the the author's friend who comes in and, and fills his fridge. Um, oh, Sushi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we already know who that is, but then there's this other guy that. We don't know who he is, so it's like, who are you? I want to know who you are. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna keep watching it because Catface. That's that's Same. like point blank period. That's all it is. And Same. and I'm interested to see Subaru, the writer guy, the main character, and how he views the cat things because I'm an outsider looking in. And I'm just going, dude, she's just doing cat things. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's funny <laughs> that way. Anyway, Catface Johnson. Moving on. Yeah, I don't want to go on anymore because Nick gets mad when I talk about Catface johnson's um, so the next show is how clumsy you are miss Ueno. it's one out of ten there's no cats in it it's a 15 minute it's not really a short but it's not a long either so it's a medium it's a schmedium this is a I comedy get, romance i didn't get the chance to watch this one and it's basically it's based on a manga studio lesprit and um the whole point is there's a girl who has a crush on a boy. It's kind of like Tanaka-kun where she's Tanaka-kun? Yeah, the one with the, the big forehead girl where she's teasing the boy. But in this show, it's a lot more lewd and she she starts out like her first thing she's trying to make him drink his her piss. <laughs> she's Ew. trying to like R. Kelly him. Yes. She's no. like drink my pee. Ew. And um you know, they make they make jokes out of that um, cuz she has a crush on him. she wants him to confess and all that and you know, this is like a lowbrow Kaguya-sama. So you can guess which one I'm going to continue watching. Sam said you liked it, though, right? I, n- I mean, it's not my kind of humor, but the it, it's the way it's it's the way it's executed. It's the way it's like the way she does stuff. Like when she was like, when she's like bent over and he's like going to spank her or whatever. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, I, I almost. The fact that it's I know it's gonna be the Nick meme show of the season makes me not want to watch it. No no no, it's not though. I don't I don't like this one. I don't I don't like the character designs actually. That's a big that's a big thing for Wait, me. Wait, you like don't? The, no, I don't like these characters. Or designs. you don't like the art style. I don't like the designs. Or I don't well, all of the above, whatever. You don't like um, the pigtails? No, it's not the pigtails, it's the way she's drawn, all the proportions and everything. So she's the art like, style, yeah. Whatever. Char- no, character design is part of that. Anyway, um it's not. She, uh, she's, she's like, she's so like rail thin and, and like, it's, it's kind of like creepy to me, but like, the, I don't know. It's just kind of gross. Like Asobi Asobase was also a little bit gross, but it was way better acted and 
the 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 bits were better the skits were better um let's see this show it just doesn't feel they're kind of like in a room just doing a skit every you know once in a while and it is a short show so that's good it's got that going for it um if it was longer we would probably say this should be a short show like that's how yeah yeah yeah. and even as a short i was i was like oh man i'm just not into it Like there's in one of the, I think episode two, she's trying to make him smell her socks or. I haven't even watched this show. She has like these gross fetishes. I'm just laughing at the way Nick is like saying, he's like, dude, she's like, she's trying to make her smell her socks. Like, (laughs) yeah, that it's like, oh man, like, you know, I, I get it. I get the idea. It's like, I get it. I ain't laughing, but I get it. (laughs) I ain't laughing, but I get it. Meatwad style. Yeah. The, Um, the smutty humor is like, I don't know. It gets old. I don't know. Especially because they look like such kids. It's like this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes it. I don't know. Like it, it's the the main thing is that Ueno is like she's not only like got a crush on the boy. It's also like she's just in love with the concept of falling in love and people falling in love with her. And so it's like she's just trying to force it in these ridiculous ways. Yeah. But, you know, if you like this type of thing, if you just want something short and and a little bit raunchy, check it out. Raunchy, yeah. Not really my style. You know, after watching a lot of other shows, just it doesn't really compare favorably to to a lot. But you know what? If you really like this style, then go for it. Um, the that was a short, quick one. The next one is Endro. Oh, this show is this show is actually really good. Uh, so. For some reason, this has a six point eight on Mal. I don't understand that. It's a it's an original story by Studio Gokumi, which I think they're relatively new. Um, oh, they Gokumi? did they did Surizuri Children. They did Surizuri Children they've and Canero Mosaic. For, they've been around for a bit. They also oh did, maybe they uh, maybe they don't recognize Daisuke it. And uh, um, some others. Dude, they did the masterpiece that is Lance and Masks and uh, Yuki Yuna. All you need to know. Lance and Masks. Um, yeah, Yuki Yuna, they did that too. Anyway, Endro, this is great. It kind of reminds me of uh, Magical Circle Guru Guru slightly. It's not It's not as quite as good as that show, but it's like you have these four girls who are in an RPG-style world where there's you know swords and magic and monsters and all that. And in episode one, they're fighting a demon king, and they defeat it right away. It's like the final boss. They defeat right away in the first episode. And uh, so they use some forbidden magic that ends up sending them back in time. And the demon Lord becomes this little lolly girl who's, who's also their teacher. And it goes on from there to like make all these, you know, funny, uh, you know, jokes and skits. Um, I, I couldn't believe this one was an original. I thought it was based on something, but they're doing a good job with like utilizing the tropes um, and, and kind of putting slight twists on them to make them funny. The, the characters are all well acted and and great character designs. I really love uh, May, the uh, the card girl, like the blue haired one. Um, you guys watched it, right? Sam got a chance to see it. I only watched the first episode, but um, I know you don't like this type of show. <laughs> no, you know what? I thought I was gonna hate it because I thought I thought it was just like oh god. Was... At first, I thought it was a magical girl show. Um, but like you watch it and it's got like this RPG like element to it. Kind of like Guru Guru. Because it's a game. The yeah. source material is a game. No, it's an original. No, it's an original. 
No, it's not. This is based on a game? That's what it says here. Where you look on my anime list it doesn't say that. Yes, it does. It says game. It says source. Oh, adaptation, right? Endro. Nope. Well, manga, I don't know. I think it's an original though. Anyway. It says a game. It it might be based on a game but with like an original anime story where they kind of kind of like a Rage of Bahamut style. I think that's probably what you're thinking. Because Rage of Bahamut was based on a game. I think you're looking at something else. Anyway. No, I'm um, not. <laughs> <laughs> Link it in the chat then, Danny. Shit. <laughs> Shit. My anime list is not showing that. Yeah. That's Maybe what it's it, on Wikipedia. Yo, I'm going to screenshot this. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Source original. That's what I'm Anyway, let's get back to it. Um, um, no, anyway, what I was saying is I thought I was going to hate it because I was like, oh, it's just a bunch of. It's another cute girl's different color hair, cute girl's doing fighting whatever bullshit but like dude it, it, it is, is actually that. like it is actually super cute <laughs> and it's it's so like the animation is really good like, yeah uh, it, it's it's really well made and uh it has like the great voice actresses as the girl who does chino from uh, is the order of rabbit that's why i like the blue hair girl it's the same voice as chino <laughs> yeah yeah um, um Inori, Minase. It, yep and it and it presents like it presents really cute and whatever, right? And that that's that's like annoying or whatever. But like, if it didn't, it would feel wrong. Like once once you watch it and get the environment and the feel for how everything is, and fucking, um, oh, what's her name? The the Julia has the fucking the little dragon on her head. Like it's so cute. Oh, she like, the one who punches everything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or no, maybe that's the hero. That might be Yusha actually. That's what I said. Isn't that her? Isn't that what I said? Or but the, I everyone Yusha? calls her Yusha because it's just hero. Oh, Feifei is the one with the uh, the fists. Yeah, no, you yeah, other names. You're it's right. <laughs> no, we're talking about the same. We're talking about the same. Yeah, because Yulia is Yusha, but they call her Yusha. But um, why do these girls look like poorly and poorly designed Madoka Magica wannabes? Damn. No, they don't. They look great. They do. No, they do. They're adorable, Danny. You just don't appreciate. One has pink hair like Madoka. The other yeah, one Danny, has that's the purple trope. hair. <laughs> They're playing to the trope. Every cute girl freaking... show has different colored hairs. There's like a pink no, hair, no, no, blue no, hair, no, 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 no. The blue hair is the Kudere, the deadpan lolly. The pink hair is the Genki. You know, then you got the purple who's like the, the weird one. These you girls the are hair. Madoka Magica wannabes. <laughs> but it's not a magical it. girl show it's an rpg it show. don't matter they got similar they <laughs> okay. got similar hair <laughs> danny i'm gonna point you to the direction of daybreak illusion watch that anime and then come back to me anyway <laughs> like because that when is when i a, have time when i have time that is a magic yeah, after you finish mob psycho please <laughs> no, no like daybreak illusion is a blatant monica magica ripoff anyway here we go endro though is super cute and it's like Dude, the I designs on this show are amazing the, compared the, the, to like the, the weapon design. Yeah, the weapon design is sick. They kind of look like new game characters, if you in, in a way, sort of. Maybe that's why I like it. I don't know, but like the, I want that pink sword that, that Yusha has. Haruko Izuka did the character design. I'm just looking at this. Look at it real quick and tell me right now. Oh, tell she did the designs face. for uh, Gaku Garashi or School Live. Uh, I did like that too. Little Buster's character design, uh, Tamiura character design. Yeah, so it makes sense that, that, that these look great. Um, 
Yeah, there you the go. Buster's character designs are really good. Um, I want that hammer too. The fucking purple hammer. It's cool because they're made out of like these crystals. Like the main parts of the 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 weapons are made out of these crystals. But yeah, um, I think what's her fucking name? I don't know who the I don't remember the purple haired girl's name. But she's got this hammer, and the the one side of the one end of the hammer is like this sharp purple diamond at the end of it. It's badass. But it's fucking cool though. It's a really beautifully done show. And it's just really cute. Um, honestly, like, it may not be your kind of, you may not be the target audience, whatever. But it's a slice of life. It's, like, really chill. You could just watch it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're caught up on everything else, put it on. Put it on. Get back to me right quick. Yeah, do it. Um, and Mao the Demon is best best uh, antagonist. Mal the Every time she laughs, she starts coughing. <laughs> <laughs> she's like too weak to do the evil laugh <laughs> she's like ah! <laughs> like that's what she does um it's great yeah dude i think their first quest was to find a cat or something <laughs> yeah and like the, so like yeah Mao. like the whole point is she's trying to make them fail in school so that in the future they don't defeat her and she makes them you know like go on this impossible quest and the hero girl miraculously gets the you know the super duper excalibur sword <laughs> she just pulls it out she's like oh i got it i'm the hero <laughs> um yeah they're, the they're, Lord, they're supposed yeah. to go searching for a bunch of cats but they they eventually get an actual quest to search for uh, a girl's lost cat yeah and then and it's just like the way they handle all the like they get five more kitty quests and stuff and <laughs> they go on they, <laughs> they keep taking they on get, quests like, it's just ridiculous. And, like, at one point, they try to loot this person's house, and it, it's poking fun at the RPG tropes of, like, just looting random houses and breaking open pots and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, just go in someone's house, break all their shit. Uh, that is another reason why I think people would like it, too, if you're a fucking gamer who plays a lot of JRPGs. Like, I can kind of see where Nick would make that comparison to Guru Guru, which is one that blatantly plays into the, like the JRPG things even with like pixel animation and shit. Yeah, it's like Dragon Quest. This is more just so like this is more so like Konosuba levels of doing it. Um a little bit, yeah. But yeah, no, it's really funny. I I like this show. So that I think that's the last official one we we had to do. But uh did anybody catch anything else not counting the ones from next week, Danny? <laughs> Um, no. I did watch The Price of Smiles, but I think we'll talk about that one. Okay, and then I watched Grim Notes, the animation. Did you watch that as well, Sam, or part I of it? Di- I did not. I know it's based off a mobile game uh, in that's really popular in Japan. Um, yeah, I mean, I can really quickly just – it's – what am I trying to say? Studio Brains Base, um, yeah, based on the game. They go through these – um, it's like a and d style party. They visit various story zones and there's like this fog of silence and a book of fate and each character in the zone has their, their book of fate that like tells them, you know, what they're doing. And, and they, you know, they find these fairy tales like Cinderella, Robin Hood, uh, Don Quixote, and they, they visit them and they, they help them on a quest or, you know, defeat some part of the fairy tale. And then they gain their powers and they go forward. It's kind of like gotcha game style. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I I just like revisiting these old fairy tales to me is not that interesting. 
Sure. And it's it's got the gotcha elements. So, you know, it's just the concept itself isn't that great. It does have some cute designs, I suppose, but... Um, yeah, you know. I've, I've played enough of those mobile games to kind of get that concept, but... Um, so overall, I'm going to end up dropping that one. Um, they if you're also, a big fan of the style, Brain, then check Brain it out. Brainspace also did Bacano too, right? Well, they did a lot of stuff. They've been around. They've been around the block, Nick says. Um, yeah, based on a game, usually not that good. <laughs> I think um, Rage of Bahamut was the only one that was based on a mobile game where I was like, this is pretty good. That one was amazing, yeah. A lot of people there, say Grand, the Grand Blue Fantasy anime is pretty good too, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I think there's at least one other. I don't remember the exactly what it was, but... Wasn't Occubus Trip based on a game? Anyway. Yes. Occubus Trip is based on a PSP game. Um it's got it's got it's it's one of those RPG games that's like visual novel slash action. No, that one had a fun dub. So I like that one. But anyway, dub, Grimm's yeah, Notes, yeah. I don't recommend it personally. Just not really into that style. If you play yeah, the game, anyway. maybe. I don't know. But yeah, so what do we what do we think of this first batch so far? I was surprised. Danny hasn't watched Mob Psycho. If you haven't would, watched Mob Psycho, then I was surprised by by Endro. Um, I really like. Yeah, Mob that was Psycho. my biggest surprise. I love that show. Yeah, because I, I, because you know, like we all have these these things in anime that we're sick of. Okay, and I have to do better as a host to try not do that. Because I immediately wrote it off when I watched the PV for it. I was like, "Ah, oh, Steve, I don't want to fucking watch this." But I don't you know, watch like, PVs anymore. <laughs> I just jump well, in. <laughs> I watch them just because maybe, and maybe, you know, maybe I should. Well, whatever it. works for you though. Maybe I should just jump in. Cause like I was surprised by it. And I, actually, I don't, there's like very few PVs that I've seen that make me want to watch something. That's true. That's like true. Violet Evergarden is the only one. <laughs> yeah. Violet Evergarden. Um, but yeah, no mob. Psycho, and Vinland Saga. Yeah. Anyway, um, mob psycho boogie pop, boogie pop. I'm going to keep watching just to see how it goes. Um, my roommate is uh is Bucci's Busnies. I'm gonna watch that one. But um I, I, I gotta tell you there might be more to talk about in the next batch, I think. Yeah, That's definitely, because we got Promised Neverland and Shield Hero, and those are the two biggest of the season, basically. The, yeah, yeah, along with Mob. So like But like the the timing when I when I made the list was like every other show based on popularity and then they, they shuffled around, so it turns out those two ended up higher up. Right, yeah, because um, yeah, we were just planning ahead, and you were just writing them up, yeah. No, it's all good. I think it's fine. But, I mean, Mob Psycho by itself is, like, I think if if we're including sequels, I'm going to assume that's going to be the best show to come out this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just re- super high quality all the way through. Really great story and characters. Great animation. Really good animation. It's like the fights. Bone, dude, Bones, dude, I'm telling you. Fucking love Bones. Fucking love it. Um, yeah, my rankings for this batch, it's like Mob Psycho. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Endro is my number two. <laughs> hot and take, Kagi- hot take. Kaguya-sama is my number three, and then uh, Doro and Boogie Pop tied for four. The I'm rest of probably, them I'll end up dropping. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy that, except I'm going to do Mob, Doro, Endro, Catface, Boogie Pop, and then the rest probably. Like, oh, you're uh, dropping Kaguya? You can't drop Kaguya, son. Got to give I it some know. more time. All right. All right. Give it a little, put a little more salt on it, maybe. And put a little more seasoning on it for me, Nick. Danny's already watched Promise Neverland and, and Shield Hero, I think. She yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. 
she did. Uh, she was just trying to watch whatever Promise she could. Promise Neverland is pretty. Oh my god! Oh, we'll, we'll save it until next week. Save for next week, Danny. Yeah. No spoilerinos. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, what? for the ones I've been watching for next week is Promise Neverland, uh, the Shield Hero, Kakaguri. Uh, yeah, next week's gonna be a banger. What else? It's gonna be a banger. I'm planning on watching a Domestic Girlfriend. I think I put that on the list. Yeah, if you I didn't, did. we can we can you add did. it on. No, you. Anyway, didn't. um, what what do you think of this week though? Like, what are your favorites from this week? Um, top two or three, if you had them. Catface Johnson, well, Catface Joanne, really. Uh, God, this week had a lot of duds. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you haven't seen Mob Psycho. I mean, I didn't watch Mob Psycho, so I can't really say Mob Psycho. Kaguya is okay, so but. Ugh. I have to watch it a little bit more. I I uh, I kind of fell asleep watching that one. <laughs> Damn it, Danny! Danny, watch Endro. You'll love that one. Uh, maybe. Just try it. I Just... want. I really want to see. I really want to see. Um, <laughs> no, I really want to see Dotoro. Oh, you didn't um, watch Dotoro? Okay. No, well, I, shit. I, I, no wonder. I plan. I plan. I. It was. It's on my plan. Everyone yell, at Danny. So. Danny, if you would have watched Doro oh instead God. of fucking Shield Hero, <laughs> we wouldn't be in this predicament. I'm sorry, I went like <laughs> shit. I'm sorry, but Shield Hero is like number one on Mal right now. That's so okay. I, like, so you can just reverse I, it next week and give us just, your Doro takes. And you get and my Doro takes. <laughs> just just do both of them next week. Sounds Fine, good. I'll do that. Look, planning on the podcast. Hashtag, everyone take a shot. You already take know we're planning for next week because we're gonna finish first impressions. And we will get back to you on all the hot takes and all the shows that Nick is going to rate 6 out of 10, which is basically 10 out of 10. So take that with a grain <laughs> of salt. 10 out of 10? 6 No, out his 10. 10 out of 10 is five, is is like between 4 and 5. That's you know his what? 10 out of 10. Twitter poll. Compare your thing to your scoring to Nick's scoring. Let's see how it weighs out. We'll find the Well, average. the way it works is my scores are... Uh, one point lower than everyone else's because I have higher standards. <laughs> higher standards. <laughs> uh, if, <laughs> on that bombshell. So <laughs> God damn it. Except when s- I don't and I give school days a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Sam. That's been Danny. Anime Summit Best Boy Nick. And this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. Butts. Catch it one. Catch it one. <laughs> Moon unit. <laughs> Moon unit. <laughs> Dude, Sam, I still have to punish you with your uh, avatar. No, you don't. <laughs>